what do you get when you mix two opinionated, honest to a fault, abrasive, yet considerate, say what you want to say, funny women? Will you get this podcast? We're bossy and we're best friends. So welcome to the Bossy Besties podcast. Ass of like almond milk or coconut milk, you know what I mean? So who I just, does though? It tastes like the box it comes in. Yeah, so I don't really, so I just don't drink milk really. And like I, I try, like if I eat like buffalo chicken dip, I have to take a lactose pill. Oh, yeah, because it's full of all that cream cheese, right? Yeah, yeah, isn't that and crazy? And like ranch or something? Yeah, yeah I'm like... So, like, and now, like, queso is pretty much, like, I can't eat queso for the most part. Like, I can every now and then have, like, a little bit, but, like, I have to do, like, salsa and guac because... What about chiz dip? Can you have that? (laughs) Yeah, chiz. It's part (laughs) jizz, part cheese. (laughs) So, I hit record so that we could get some of this conversation in case it was good, and it is. So, um, (laughs) for anyone listening... (laughs) <laughs> we went to have dinner on a random night, not realizing it was Cinco de Mayo, and we chose Mexican, so it's, like, crazy busy. Everything takes forever. Nothing was, like, quick at all. But then, like, when we get the bill, it says Chiz Dip. On- C-H-I-Z. Chiz Dip. <laughs> that was, was like- the best part. And now we only order it like that. Can we have the Chiz Dip? You know what the best part of that was? How we accidentally went there on Cinco de Mayo, and this place has got a line out the door, and God bless them, like, these people are working their nuts off and running around like crazy, but you decide to just become the hostess for the restaurant. You started (laughs) seating people. Do you remember this? (laughs) Yeah, I do. Now that you're bringing it up, I totally, I don't know, blocked that out, maybe. Yeah, you started being like... People are walking. How many do you have? You've got that. Okay. You know what? It's probably going to be, you know what? I'm guessing it's probably be like 20, 30 minutes before you get a table. Like you were like, I was like, where the fuck did she come from? Did she just start like seating people? Like, (laughs) I wasn't the only non-employee becoming an employee. Wasn't somebody's like random sister from your high school bartending or some shit? Yeah. Amy's sister. We looked back in the bar area and her sister Shauna was behind the bar pouring shots. And wasn't she at first on the other side of the bar waiting yeah, they for shots? Yeah, they were sitting at the bar eating. I think I think maybe they just know them well enough that she was just like, yeah, you know what, fuck it, I'll get it myself. It's the honor system at this point. Yeah, <laughs> yep. I mean, just if if you got to solve your own problems, just, just make sure you're part of the solution, not adding to it. Oh, my God. Oh, you have uh, a large party? I have a large party right here. They look like they're being getting up. i got to see if we have another large party coming in, though. <laughs> I just I just got on my shift. Oh my god! And somebody's food like didn't even come. Was it yours? Like it, yes, some- it's always mine. <laughs> You've got the it's worst. It's always luck. mine. I put in. I put in all this time and penance into the service industry, and it just slaps me right in the face on the regular. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. You you wanted something. You got nothing. <laughs> so welcome to episode nine of Bossy Besties. I am Brittany Camuno with Melinda Ford. And today we're going to be talking about a whole bunch of random shit like regular. (laughs) (laughs) Brittany, welcome home from your very long vacation with your in-laws. Yeah, it was about 10 days. I think I was gone for 11 and a half days total from my home and left my husband at home to enjoy um, peace and quiet, an empty house, and to only care for himself. And lots of fast food. 
Yeah, he, he. I gave him uh, prepped food, like marinated different chickens and whatever. And then once he was out of all of it, he just definitely turned to the uh, pizza and drive-throughs realm of the world, and uh, he's paying for it now. That's how we started talking about the cheese dip. We were talking about belly aches from bad food. Yeah, so he thought he was just having a belly ache, but it's actually a diverticulitis flare-up, which is usually a elderly person's thing because it's just over years of um, passing some not-so-great food through your system. You get those pockets in your intestinal tract and or colon area. But uh, he just has a couple, of, I call it diverticulite <laughs> spots. <laughs> um, but he has a flare-up, so he's on a couple of antibiotics for an infection and having some cramps and... It's, it's the age old, uh, you know, the women have to be tough through the illnesses, but the men get nursed and, (laughs) but it's like, you know, I, I, um, it's where I shine in taking care of others. Uh, so he has to do kind of a liquid diet for a day or two just to try to clear out the system. So I already made him two kinds of jello and I'm going to make him these popsicles um, because I have popsicle molds I never got to use anyways. And then I'll probably blend like, you know, some soup together. So it's like mostly liquid to ease on the system. What a sweet wife you are. (sighs) Sometimes I'm doing the most. You are doing most. You gave him 11 days of solitude and then came back and just catered to his every need as like nurse. Yeah. Well, the, um, lame sentimental moment is when he first found out he had these issues going on and we were going through the like long process of diagnosing um is when i was like blending and straining and doing all this crap for him and we were dating and he was like i think that's when i realized like I love you the most. And I was like, aww. Just because I took care of you. Um, <laughs> but it was it was cool to help him out. It was sad to watch him be in so much pain. And now this time around, I'm like, well, I did have like a month-long menstrual cycle of pain every single day. So you have a couple days of it. And I'm like... <laughs> But you're dying, so that's cool. Yeah, you're less sympathetic this go-around. <laughs> right, like, oh, you're dying? Okay. What, well, what flavor? Because you have, you have PCOS, right? Yes. So I know there's a lot of women out there that struggle with that. I like to blame it on the reason why I also pack on the pounds. It has nothing to do with my poor diet or lack of willingness to eat a salad over a sandwich <laughs> or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, but it does, it does attribute to uh, a lot of struggles that people have, um, cause you do you gain weight, your hormonal imbalance, like attributes to all of that. You get hairs in places you don't want them and everyone can see them. <laughs> so, um, with all of that, like just you get wonky periods too. So I just had a full month long one with no resolution except for it ended while I was in Florida. So that was nice. Um, <laughs> but all of this is like a, to- a total spinoff of the fact that I went out of town for a long period of time. And I was talking to one of my girlfriends. She was like, look at you going on all the vacations. I was like, it was just another Alcatraz vacation. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, I hate you. I was like, well, seriously though, it's just like you, it's like you got trans transferred to a different prison. This one just has a pool. Yeah, (laughs) it's more of a club med prison right like this one's white collar i just left my blue collar um like 
I got to do yard work when I have yard time in Ohio, but I get to go to the pool for yard time in Florida. <laughs> but um, the mess hall, I will say, was top notch at this new prison. Um, I was with my in-laws, and they have not seen Vivian since Thanksgiving. And from Thanksgiving to present day, she's a complete different three times the size interaction baby. So they... They really, really would have loved to have seen her. I had the time, and we just went, and it was awesome. And my um, father-in-law, Kevin, hats off to him. He makes some bomb dinners. Like, we had a Greek chicken night. There was a filet and scallops, um, different soups, all kinds of stuff. Like, I can't even name all of it because it was just, like, so many delicious meals. And... It was every night, practically. We only got takeout one night, and he never lets anyone in the kitchen, and I felt like I'm really in the family now because he let me help him out two different times. And you didn't have... I mean, and you weren't forced to cook and clean up all by yourself, so any meal that I don't have to cook or clean up is good to me. Oh, God, yes. But, like, it wasn't just like, oh, this all tastes great because I didn't have to do shit. It was like, wow, this... Tastes great, and I didn't have to do shit. Yeah. Well, and is that so? Is that a Greek tradition too? Like, if you're if you're accepted into somebody's kitchen, then like, that's like a big deal. Um, I mean, Kevin married into the Greek life. Um, oh, okay. So he's not the tradition of lifetime Greek, but um, he's just he's kind of like me, you know. Like, you can use a sous chef maybe, but is it just easier to do it on your own? And then it's like your therapy. So, like, do you really just invite people to therapy with you? Right. So um, he's he's known to not have a lot of help, but it was nice that he let me help at all, and he let me help with the, the Greek chicken, which was a cool experience um, to learn a couple little tricks there, and then. He let me do the sides for, like, the big dinner where we had, like, a really nice socially distanced um, dinner with the different families. And, like, I, it's a it's a total big family Greek thing where they just have, like, people over and they make it work no matter what. Mm-hmm. So they set up a bunch of different card tables with, like, the pods of who lives in a house together. Nice. Very so nice. everybody was distanced. And then, um, <laughs> kind of like you said, oh, you just took over at that uh, Mexican restaurant. We were like, okay, we don't want everyone to come in the house and have to like touch all the same serving stuff. And they could just come in and tell us what they want. I was like, or how about this? And I just poked my head out and I was like, all right, at this table, what color meat do you want? Just tell me the color. You don't have to tell me a temperature. Just tell me if you want it red, pink, or brown. <laughs> and I was like, tell me what sides you don't want. Otherwise, you're getting all sides. Oh, very nice. And so I, like, literally wrote it down on a piece of paper, and then I was like, all right, table one. And then Kevin would put, like, the filet and the scallops on the plate, and then we um, had gloves because they had been doing a very charitable thing of feeding everybody in the neighborhood every Tuesday for 20 weeks of this COVID stuff going on. Oh, wow. So they have all this leftover stuff um, since they've ended it. So they had, you know, gloves, a box of gloves. I was like, give me the restaurant gloves. So I was just using my restaurant gloved hands to, like, put, like, little handfuls of different sides on the plates. (laughs) And uh, Kelly, my sister-in-law, she was the server of all of the things and putting the other sides like you know you're not scooping mashed potatoes with a gloved hand um (laughs) and so she we like formed a a trifecta of quick speedy service and then we all got to eat together it was awesome so yeah so the trip overall was great it was nice to have the facilitation of my kid with her grandparents she definitely was a showboat like doing the most like doing the um itsy bitsy spider 
with her hands, which she never does, um, just on on cue or with a bear that plays its piece of spider. And we looked over and there she is just like putting her tiny fingertips together. And everybody's like, oh, my God. Aww. And then, the, and you know, like, oh, show us your toe. Show us your teeth. Show me your belly. And she lifts her shirt and then slaps her belly, which is like so funny. But I was like, we don't do any of this stuff for her dad. And I was talking to Ron. I was like, how about this? And he was like, you guys don't ever put on a show for me. I was like, because we live together. I never really think about putting on the show for you. Yeah. But it was just like it was it was like a insight to how I definitely don't do the showing off of what we're doing all day when Ron comes home because then it just goes into like co-parenting, finish up your work, let's have dinner, let's bathe the kid mode. So it was one of those absence makes the heart grow fonder moments too because you know like you're on top of each other twenty four seven. And it's just like, can we get away from each other? I just want time alone or I just want, you know, like arm's length or whatever. Yeah, and I just want to not smell your farts for like three fucking days. <laughs> well, self-proclaimed non-smelly fart husband. Um, <laughs> Lies. I don't, I'm like, I don't want to hear them at least, okay? Like, I don't want to, I don't want to be around them. I think you pooped in our bed. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh absence makes the heart grow fonder like i was so happy to see him like i cried i was so happy to see him when i got home that's cute yeah i was like we needed this time apart to like value the time we are together and we go from the driveway around to the back of the house to go inside and it was like a soldier's welcome there was a welcome home banner hanging from the porch (laughs) in the back (laughs) and he had sushi dinner waiting and uh flowers Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, like, he was doing the most for the welcome home. He even, okay, so, like, that was more than, like, anything I would ever expected. But he even went and got, like, staples of groceries so I didn't come home to no food in the house. Like, so I didn't have to immediately run to the grocery store. Oh, which is the worst. Because you don't want to buy food before you leave. But then when you get back, you're like, the last thing I want to do is go and do a freaking, like, full grocery order. Right, and he already had, like, you know, the eggs, the avocado, the banana, like, the staples the baby eats and things for us to eat, and was like, we can just eat breakfast for dinner and stuff until we go to the store, because I'm not, like, the guy who buys the meats and things, and I was like, (laughs) I really am super happy to be home and super happy to see that I don't have to do all the things in one day. Oh, my God. So, speaking of super happy to be home, let's just kind of put this one out there, because... You're leaving again this weekend <laughs> to yeah. come hang out with me. You and I am it. also abandoning my family for the weekend. Uh, yeah, it's just uh, ladies' time. We're going to go hang out with uh, friend Molly at her beach house on Lake Erie. Real low key. Which next week we are going, well, not, we're actually going to record this weekend while we're together because this is always better when we're together. And we have decided that we've come up with, we are going to do like a drunk history style episode for the next one. We're going to drink tequila and record this episode. So we want our listeners to reach out to us either um, Facebook or email and we want you guys to tell us, give us a couple subjects that we can like half-assed research and then give you drunken regaled tales of. <laughs> they can be old. They can be present. They can be a week ago. Um, we're, we're down for the get down and it's going to be fun. 
Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So I just wanted to, before, I actually didn't have that on my list to talk about, but I, I'm, I'm glad you said you were glad to be home because we're leaving again. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> so I'm doing the most all week so oh. I can do the least all weekend. Oh, my God. My, week, my weekend was kind of crazy, like, because I, like, my kids are getting ready to, like, transition back into school, you know? Yeah. And we're doing, like, a hybrid schedule. Our district is doing a hybrid schedule where, like, they will go, our kids will go Monday and Tuesday, and then they will cyber learn Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And the other half of the school um, will go to school Thursday and Friday physically, and they will cyber learn Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So, like, Wednesday is their cleaning day at the school. So this is going to be, you know, interesting to say the least. I don't think there was a right answer. I don't think there was a good answer going back to school. Like, you know, people who have jobs can't just be home with their kids five days a week. But also, you don't want to send your kids to school five days a week because, um, you know, COVID. So I don't think that, you know, there was going to be an easy answer to this. But, you know, this is how we're our district is approaching it, per se. So... I've actually, like, the two, my two older ones, they'll, like, sleep till noon. My son will sleep till one in the afternoon if I don't actually physically wake him up. So I started, like, implementing, okay, we're, the last couple days, like, okay, we're going to go to bed early. And, like, every day I've incrementally been waking them up earlier, (laughs) like, trying to transition to them. Like, hey, Thursday is going to be, like, a rude awakening when 6.30 comes around, 6.15, 6.30 comes along, and you got to get up, and you haven't been getting up till noon. Like, Yeah, are they busing it still, or how's that working? How are they getting to and from? Yeah, they are. They are still busing it. They are still busing it. And, you know, with half the kids, they're, you know, presumably the buses will be less you know, and I'd say probably a lot of parents that are able to are going to drop off their kids and pick them up. So that will also lessen the amount of children on the school bus. Oh, OK. Um, so but wait, it's just you they've been out of school for like five months. So like there's no like type of structure. It's just been melee, you know, like because we're all just trying to like emotionally make it through COVID. You know, there's you can't go and do like the normal things that you do and you can't you know, pawn them off to, like, sleepovers, <laughs> you know, you can't. Right. So we've all just, been like, been in each other's faces for five months, and I also have, like, hormonal preteens, and it's just like, oh, you need to go back to school, like, yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> the other night, I went up to, oh, my God, I went up to go to the bathroom before I went to bed, and as I, like, top the top, the stairs i hear just like <laughs> i'm like what the fuck like who is crying so i like peek my head in the girls room and they are like both sobbing in on two separate sides of the room <laughs> like just Why? just bawling their eyes out and i was like what is going on in here and Chloe's like, I can't find my ear pods. And Ayla said she saw them. And I don't know where they're at. And I think that I lost them. And I was like, okay, well, they're, they're, they've got to be in here. You know, like, they have got to be in this room somewhere. And you will find them. We will find them tomorrow. Like, it's late. Like, let's just go to bed. And, and I was like, and why is Ayla crying? And she's like, 
oh, well, because she's sad that she was the last one that saw them and she lost them. And I was like, oh, are you my. serious? And she's like, no, I miss my friends. And one of them's not talking to me and I haven't heard from the other one. And I miss, you know, the, and I'm like, okay, this is, nope, this is too much. <laughs> like, this is yeah, <laughs> this is too much for sure. This is terrible. This is a terrible house. I don't want to live in it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Can I go to school? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Y'all stay here. I'm going to school. Oh, my God. And then, oh, so yesterday, speaking of pain in the ass kids, yesterday, I started baking for the farmer's market today, and I real- I was making pumpkin pie spice, and I, I was like a half a teaspoon short of nutmeg. And I'm like, oh, well, I needed a couple more bananas and some blueberries anyways. So I will run to Giant Eagle, which is like the closest grocery store to my house. And I will grab those nutmeg, bananas, blueberries. And then I'll, you know, I told Ayla, I was like, I'll be right back like five minutes. I'll, you know, no big deal. So I go to Giant Eagle and I get, I go to the nutmeg and there's like the tiny little like McCormick container of it the small one and it's seven dollars and I'm like that's ridiculous like like I I said in like Marco Polo I was like is nutmeg made of like tiny Icelandic elves that live in the mountains that you have to you know hunt and capture their magic like why why is that so why is it so expensive that doesn't make any sense Gargamel has it all <laughs> so, so I'm like, you know what? I can, I'm sure that, you know, cause a lot of, and don't get me wrong. Like I, I like to shop at Giant Eagle to support local business because friends of mine own it and that's, you know, wonderful. And they often ha- times have, you know, a lot of things that you wouldn't find at Walmart, but also like, you know, having a family of five and feeding three like growing children, it's all, you know, and being, you know, especially unemployed right now. Um, you have to like budget your money, you know? So I'm like, you know, economically it makes more sense to do my large grocery orders at Walmart. And then when I can and, and space in between, I go to Giant Eagle to still support that local business. But I'm like, okay, so I leave Giant Eagle. I'm like, I'm just going to run to Dollar. Dollar General has everything, right? It's like right across the road. They have everything. Go into Dollar General. They don't sell nutmeg. They have all the other spices. They don't sell nutmeg. And I'm like, oh, my God. Annoying, right? (laughs) So now I've been to two stores. I'm like, all right, I'll just, I'm going to cross on the other side of town. I'm going to go to Aldi's. Aldi's will definitely have it. Go to Aldi's. They do not have nutmeg. They don't sell it at all. And I'm like, okay, this is. Uh, this is ridiculous. Now I'm like annoyed. I'm like, oh, I'm going to have, I didn't want to go to Walmart. I didn't want to go like Walmart's on like the furthest end of town. I mean, obviously it's not a huge town, but I was just planning on a quick across the bridge trip to Giant Eagle, you know? And I'm like, not, I'm in like, like goofy looking Crocs and sweatpants. Like I'm just going to, I guess I'd fit right in at Walmart, but you were whatever. Crocs? Yeah. <laughs> no, they were Rich's Crocs. They weren't mine. I just threw them on <laughs> to run out the door. <laughs> I was like, first Hobby Lobby, next Crocs. Who are you? <laughs> um, oh, so anyways, okay, so go to Aldi's. They don't sell it. Super annoyed. I'm going to have to go to Walmart. Fuck, right? So just as I'm, like, leaving the complex that Aldi's in, is in, there's a Big Lots there. I'm like, all right, last-ditch ever effort, I'm going to go into Big Lots. Go into Big Lots. They also do not sell nutmeg. Because, you know, like, all the spices are always alphabetized. Like, that's how you can find what you're looking for because... 
I don't know if some people didn't know that, but that's how they sell them. They're not just like randomly put up there. So I, as now I'm like just MFing under my breath, like stomping <laughs> towards the front of the store. Like I have to go to Walmart because I have to get this nutmeg, right? Because I've already started the process. Like everything's like in the middle of everything. Now I have to finish it, right? Mm-hmm. So just as I'm like about to leave, um, I see this little like sample pack of spices. It's like six small containers. The size of the container that was $7 at Giant Eagle, it's got six different spices like cinnamon, cumin, nutmeg, ginger, allspice in it. I'm like, oh, perfect. And it's five bucks. So I'm like, oh, no, I lied. The one at Giant Eagle was $6.99. It was $7. So it was $7 at Giant Eagle. So I got six spices for $5. I'm like, cool. Like I was going to have to buy these anyways. And I got my nutmeg and I don't have to go to Walmart. Winning, perfect. Four stores later, annoying, but okay, whatever. I got what I needed, right? Mm-hmm. So I get home. <laughs> I unpack the shit. I continue to bake. And uh, Ayla, Ayla was like helping me, right? She was in the kitchen. And now she's, look, she's gr- she's glaring at me through the crack in the door that I'm telling this story. So I'm like, hey, Ayla, open up that box and give me the nutmeg because I, so I can finish it. She gives it to me. I open it up, brand new thing, put it in there, bake the muffins. Awesome. I bake three different other kinds of muffins. So Rich gets home from work and I'm like, all right, I'm going to clean up all my baking stuff and then, you know, put everything in containers. That way then I can make dinner. I go to put the the all the spices back in the box and the one that was open I pick it up last to put it in there and I realize that she gave me allspice and not nutmeg mm-hmm. so I went to four different stores for nutmeg and never actually ever used the fucking nutmeg <laughs> Did you try your stuff? Was it fine? I try. Yeah, I had one of the. It was. I was making pumpkin spice muffins, and it's. It, it tasted fine. And I was like, I could have saved myself the headache and not gone to four different stores and just put extra allspice instead of the rest of the nutmeg. In there. Well, listen, fall isn't even here yet, so you can use that nutmeg for many, many more. Yeah. <laughs> I it, like at that point, it was just like a maniacal laugh, like just like I like all that that I went through to get the nutmeg and then I never even actually ended up using it unbeknownst to me. <laughs> That's awesome and awful, but more awesome for me. <laughs> um, did you say that Ayla had your phone right now? Chloe does. Damn it. Why? Because I sent you a berating meme that you had. I wanted you to look at real quick. Oh no, you can send it to me on messenger. I have my computer in front of me. Oh, perfect. Cause I want you to, um, see this in real time um so what's your favorite grocery store while i'm sending this to you my favorite grocery store like of all the ones that you have to go to like the ones that i have the ability in my town to go to yeah like if if it had all of your things which one's your favorite one to go to like price wise convenience wise whatever well i mean like i said like walmart like price wise is easier for a bigger family you know, on a, like, regular Joe income to feed. But, like I said, I like Giant Eagle because they have shit that you can't get at Walmart. Okay. So, but I don't have, like, I don't have a Target. I don't have a Whole Foods. I don't have, like, Kroger is, like, a really good grocery store, but it, the closest one is in Morgantown to me, so it's, like, a half hour away. Right. Um, I sent you the meme in the Wolfpack chat. The, 
the S in Illinois is silent. The S in Aldi is invisible. (laughs) (laughs) I do say Aldi's. I do say Aldi's. And I do as well, but you were saying it, and I was like, it's not just me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually part of this group on Facebook called, like, uh, like the Aldi nerd community or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it is like this group of like mostly women and there's some men in it, but they like post like their weekly like Aldi finds and like things that they make. And they're like, oh, these are all Aldi ingredients or, oh, I, you know, all the women that bought like the dress that was like the, you know, the drop for the, you know, Wednesday at Aldi, like weekly saver or whatever. And because like, especially in bigger cities, like my Aldi is pretty easy to get a hold of those those things because it's a small town. Mm -hmm. But if you live in like bigger cities, like you have to be there, like waiting in line when they open on Wednesdays to get some of that stuff because it's, you know, limited quantity. So like these women will get like super excited, like, oh, I got the message board or I got the dress or I was able to get the this or that and it it's like so sweet because these people are like so uplifting like they're like yeah you you rock that dress girl like you look amazing and you'll they'll get like 2,000 likes and comments on how good she looks in that dress or how good their you know living room looks with that new rug in it or like it's just like a super sweet group and then also you end up finding like Oh, I didn't know Aldi has that. See, now I'm like consciously trying not to say Aldi's. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know Aldi had that because and then you go and you look and you're like, oh, that's cool. I didn't even know, you know, what. So it was, it's a pretty neat little Facebook group. Invite me to it. I will. I will. Um, yeah, no, Aldi's is, I, it just makes sense. I don't know. Just everybody I feel like says Aldi's, but like I've been saying Walmart's forever. <laughs> like because it was funny and Walmart sucks. So I'm like, are we going to the Walmarts? I saw on the internets that they had some shit we might need. <laughs> but uh, for uh segue over to, I was telling uh, you briefly, just there's different things in like text or conversations that I hate and or that I don't understand or that are popular that I think calling attention to is funny enough to bring it up with you right now. Like period yeah period yeah like i don't i don't understand why you can't just say period like or point blank period but we added this t like do you know where that came from or why it is a thing that's like um like a uh it's a slang thing like it's kind of like i and i could be wrong in this but i mean where i first heard it was like my like black friends like that was uh like like hunting like you know like oh point blank period you know so Uh i mean that that's the first time i heard it so i don't really know like the phrase if there was like one character that did that or you know right and i feel like i'm a pretty eclectic collector of friends and in diverse groups but somebody today elizabeth said to me um black twitter oh black twitter is like i love black twitter like they drag the shit out of people it's amazing so is black twitter a different thing than twitter or is it twitter with black people yeah it's just regular twitter but it's like 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 a the black like black people on twitter who just get together and just like drag people for like ridiculous shit 
Is there like a hashtag or it's just like you have to stumble upon one of these events where yes. people just say things and it yeah. becomes like a cult or a mob mentality thing? Yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. Okay, well, I wanted the explanation because I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> How do I sign into the black Twitter? <laughs> Is it like the dark web? <laughs> like, like it's a thing that people know about but don't know about? <laughs> Um, but also speaking of Elizabeth, she said in our group chat, whole ass city when we were talking and, um, I was like, I hate the phrase whole ass. Oh, do you? I use it all the time. I'll be like, yo, we have like whole ass people walking around this house with like opinions and decisions and it's crazy to me. And I just think saying whole people or grown ass people or whatever is enough whole ass like i was looking it up on urban dictionary um and whole ass baby was one of the things like oh yeah she had a whole ass baby yeah and i was like the like what like and i was called out on um like, do you like the phrase half-ass? Like, oh, I'm half-assing that. Or, oh, oh look, he half-assed yeah. it. Yeah, I think that phrase is acceptable. But for some reason, the phrase whole-ass doesn't relate to me. Like, oh, you're in a whole-ass relationship now? Yeah, I'm like a whole-ass adult. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like, I, I guess I just, I don't know. Like, I'm a, I'm a grown-ass adult. Like, I've grown into this. I am, like, a complete person. And I get, like, the word whole and ass, but... I, I don't know. I just don't, I don't use it. I don't I like it. I think it's like a, sh- more of like a shocking revelation kind of statement. Like, you know, like, cause grown ass is like, uh, this is a, an achievement you've made in life or half ass is like, you know, you, you didn't put everything into it. So when you say whole ass, it's like, like, like that, like, so say you're like, you know, 21 years old and you've been partying with your friends and like, oh, you got knocked and. You know, once you start to show and, like, you start feeling kicks and they're like, yo, I'm really growing, like, a whole ass baby here. Like, this is crazy. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just one of those slang terms that I just, like, didn't relate to or didn't want to accept it because it seems weird to me. Um, and But, like, I'll use, like, metrics of measurement, like, a fuck ton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like an ass load. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't. It didn't make sense of like this one thing. I'm just like, mm, I don't like that. Yeah. But um, moving forward to uh, this past weekend and different version of period without the T, the actual punctuation of a period, I feel like when it's added into something via text, it throws off the whole um, t- text tone. Like reading a text tone is hard. Because it's just words typed and it's like, oh, am I in a bad mood? You're probably in a bad mood now. Oh, yeah. And so I'm reading with your with my shitty attitude, your probably plain words or whatever. And over the weekend, I had texted you about this weekend coming up where we get to go escape for a few days. And you said something simple like, sounds good with a period. <laughs> and I was like, what's that mean? What's that supposed to mean? And I, and I was like, I don't know if I'm like not, if I'm reading your tone wrong or if like, do I have a weird tone in my head? So that's when I was like, so how's your weekend? <laughs> like it seems curt. Yeah. Like it's just like too sharp. Like the period makes it sharp. And I was just like, mm, if I ask you how your weekend is, then this is your opportunity to tell me you're in a bad mood if you are. 
<laughs> I definitely see what you mean. But also, it, it that works if you are writing separate texts for thoughts. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing worse than somebody that sends you three to four thoughts in the same text and doesn't use punctu- punctuation. Oh, absolutely. Or when rants happen on the internet and they don't use punctuation, but use like shouty caps, but never put a period, a comma, exclamation point, anything in there. Yeah, I feel like fruity dur. Like, I don't, how the fuck am I supposed to read that? It's just one giant run on. Oh, and my my friend uh, Scott on the internet was like, he'll call people out for that. And he'll be like, I think I need a decoder ring to understand anything that you're saying. <laughs> And it gets me. It gets me every time. I saw um, and oh, what's the word? annotated version of Donald Trump's speech the other day he gave about his brother's passing. Oh no, I didn't see that. And it was. I felt like. Do you remember in old school? when or was it old school no it was billy madison when he gave that big long speech at the in the in the games and the guy was like uh, i believe that we are all now dumber for having to hear what you just said <laughs> yes <laughs> yes like that's what it was like i'm reading it like i don't even know where the pauses are like this this doesn't it's just a mumbled mess of words like and i'm sure if you saw if i actually like saw and heard him say these words at the same time because there was just no solid sentence structure. So he was probably just, eh, you know, well, um, so, yeah, you know, it's like whatever. Uh, And I'm like, what? What? (coughs) Jesus Christ. Like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I long for the days of full sentences from the president of the United States again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, um... That might not happen with either candidate, so we got another four to go. <laughs> I'm just I'm just speaking the truth. Well, speaking of which, so the DNC was last week, the RNC is this week. I kind of picked up a couple um, speeches after the fact. I didn't watch any of the DNC, um, but I did watch some of the speeches afterwards. I watched videos of them, but... Have you seen, and I, you know, mo- I saw, you know, most of the notable speakers, you know, people I knew, but have you seen the list for the RNC, the speakers that have been chosen? I thought it was a meme, like a funny ha-ha meme, not like a factual informative meme of who was going to be on it. Oh my, well, first of all, like the first meme, like the first thing that they had released had like the My Pillow guy and Kid Rock and Scott Bayo on it. Which is not the case, but only no. half of that me- of that list was not true because the other half is true. No. Right, because it is um, the my pillow guy. <laughs> He's gonna be there. Or well, is when there. I I looked this morning and I didn't see his his name on the list. Um, I saw somewhere a news article that said that it, he was going to be on it. Um, I, I went to, oh, the Donald J. Trump, uh, candidate page, his, his campaign page. Hmm. Well, it's not going to just say my pillow guy. His name is Mike Lindell. No, (laughs) (laughs) I wish it did. I wish that was just, he had to wear a name tag everywhere that said my pillow guy, AKA former crackhead Mike. 
Mike Lindell. I mean, it's a good name. It like for um, like relatability. If you grew up like in PA or anywhere, like Ed Rendell. Yeah. You know, like that's just like how it kind of sounds. Um, but it is they they are having the uh, the gun toting lawyers that pointed the McCloskeys. Yeah, had had the guns pointed at the peaceful protesters in their neighborhood. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> they're going to be on it. And then so is that kid with the MAGA hat. Nicholas Sandman, the one that was um, tormenting the Native Americans at the National Mall a couple years okay. ago. Yes. But um, I didn't know much about it. So then I looked into it and he, he was wrong, but so were the Native Americans who are known to be in the area where that all went down, riling up um, people and causing, like, confrontation. And so the reason that Nicholas Sandman's going to be at the RNC is because he'll be able to speak to how this liberal media twists everything and makes it so terrible because um, Nicholas is now much richer because he sued oh, I know. Like, I CNN saw that. and all that, and he... Millions out of dollars. Of, oh, he settled out of court with the Washington Post and CNN, undisclosed amounts, which means millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he was definitely, um, it was twisted and they only showed part of the video. They didn't show the part where the Native American guy was like, you know, doing the most to get this kid to the point that he got to. I mean, was he was video. just like chanting and banging his drum. I mean, like he wasn't like, like screaming in this kid's face and berating him like verbally <laughs> like to my understanding that possibly was something that did go on and it was never aired i but i saw like cell phone footage that was like the most that they had was like that they were like encroaching upon space but like he wasn't like verbally attacking these kids okay well, regardless, they painted the kid in a bad enough light that he won in, in oh, the settlements in court. So Yeah, so now he's like a token MAGA kid. Yeah, he's going to be toting that whole narrative about like how everything gets changed for the liberal media, and that's why he's going to be there. Because I was like, what is his refer- Like, what is his point? Because I know why they'd have the McCloskeys there, because they're going to be talking about, keep your guns, don't let them take your guns. Oh, well, they're also having the uh, widow of... Um, the African-American police officer that was killed um, during, uh, it, there was a, a Black Lives Matter protest, and as we've seen in a lot of these protests, these assholes come in and start doing stupid shit, you know, just because, A, they're either anarchists and they just thrive off of that shit, they just like the, like, discourse, or, you know, some have the intention of making the BLM movement look bad. Right. Um, but this this officer who was, you know, just doing his job, there was looters in a pawn shop and he was shot and killed, which is tragic. Oh, yeah, retirement police officer that was security for them or whatever. Yeah, so, I mean, it was, it, you know, it's a tragic, absolute incident. Um, but they're going to use this as a standpoint against the Black Lives Matter movement. And they're going to say, you know, protesting and looters and rioters go hand in hand. And I'm like, of course, that's what they're going to do. You know, that's they're going to use this platform for that. Oh, of course. Um, and then 
I really did think that the my pillow guy was going to be there because I was like, well, it's not hard for them to rest their heads at night yeah. ever. So why not on a bag of gravel? Like, like a pillow filled with lots of tiny pillows. Like everyone underneath your seat has a free my pillow for attending the convention. It's today. like Oprah, you get a my pillow, and you get a my pillow, and you get a my. Pillow. These are now your pillow. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny if you look at the the list on uh trump's web campaign page of of the um speakers all like all the major ass kissers like kellyanne conway and ben carson and mike pompeo like the people that like kiss up to him the most have been labeled as honorable <laughs> before their names <laughs> Like the honorable Kellyanne Conway. Like, I thought that was, like, specifically reserved for, like, judges. But then I'm looking at the list of the honorable Ben Carson, the honorable Mike Pompeo. I'm like, you just took, like, the biggest ass kissers and put honorable in front of their names. Like, you know how to, you know how to gas people up. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, they've also got, so, also set to speak is um, Dana White, the founder of the UFC. I'm not sure what the fuck he's got to say. Um... And also Trump's uh, impeachment defense counsel, uh, Pam Bondi, I believe is her name. So, oh, <laughs> you know, I guess get your lawyer in there to give you a few good words. <laughs> well, Amy Johnson Ford, nurse practitioner, is coming. I saw her name on the list. Who is she? Um, she is one of those people I think that came out talking about like why masks are. Not important. Oh, and... okay. Yeah, I saw Rand Paul was on there too. You know, he's a real gem, Republican congressman for Kentucky. He okay. said, "Do you remember he? His father, Ron Paul, was a congressman for years too. He was like a notable like. Uh, he like had friends in the KKK. Like he was a real piece of shit." Okay. And um, Brand Paul told Rachel Maddow once in an interview that he, if he was a senator or a, you know a congressman in the '60s or whenever, that he would have not voted for the Civil Rights Act. <laughs> oh, so, he's a real gem. Yeah. Um, I might have been wrong about what I said about. Amy Johnson. I think she is the she's the nurse practitioner that's trying to rewrite how everything was handled from the White House. Saying, like, what a great job Trump did um, helping us get a hold of this virus. Have we gotten a hold of it? I mean, we have phone calls with it, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it answers our calls now. (laughs) That's about it. (laughs) Oh, Lord. I was waiting to hear, like, one of those doctors that are talking about, like, demon steeds and whatever well oh that was the other one that was on the list the the demon sperm doctor she she was the one that that came out on those doctors that stood on like the the steps of the Capitol or whatever and they were like COVID's not real and they were like you realize that this medical doctor also said that um if you have dreams about having sex it's impure and you're actually sleeping with demons and you'll be impregnated with demon sperm like what like what the fuck are you saying (laughs) that doesn't even make any sense and they're over here worried about biracial children people having demon babies yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> That's the real problem in this nation. Demon babies. Let's get a hold on that. <laughs> Period. Period. <laughs> I can't not use the D. <laughs> you you got to do the D and the T. D-t- yeah. D-t-t. <laughs> it's pretty much detit. <laughs> Period to tit. <laughs> I'm such an old person. <laughs> oh my god. So is Vivian tormenting you for snacks right now? She's all snacked out. She's she's all cried out. She's a lure over here. Um <laughs> That was a good song. Yeah. Um <laughs> she was probably crying into a my pillow. Um No. No, no. she's She's pulling on uh, the microphone cord and being a heathen, but she should have taken a nap, but she just has FOMO, and she's like, I want to know what you're doing all the time. Like, I would be sick of me if I was her. Like, after all that time, like, your consistent in-your-face parent was me, and then I took you on these long car rides, and then you're still just like, can I eat your face? Speaking of FOMO, I've had total FOMO because my husband's podcast, I've never really gotten to be on it. And I'm always like, you should just have me on your podcast. Well, guess what? I am on his podcast that just aired this Monday. It's Born to be Mild. And I gotta say, I'm really happy to be on it. And he's doing good stuff. So if you guys can check that out, it's Born to be Mild. You can find it on any of your podcast players. And then back to our heathen story child stuff. Like. Well, it's like we were talking on the phone yesterday when you were driving and you were like, I was like, oh, is she, what's wrong? Like, is she sad? Or you were like, no, I just was trying to like sneak food into my mouth and she caught me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, um, the worst part of having that mirror, like, yeah, I want to make sure my kid's asleep and not like, you know, choking herself out or something back there, but she can see me too. Yeah. I'm like, this needs to be a one-way mirror. Like, <laughs> Like, this like where I can see you, room. but you can't see me. Yeah. Because um, I was just I was just trying to sneak, like, a couple bites of this tortilla, and she just started losing her mind. Be like, like, I see you're eating, and I'm not having any of that. And I'm like, you have puffs, dude. Like, I don't see me up here eat, snacking on her puffs. Yeah. And she's just like, no, I want your food. So then I have to... She puts her hand out, like, you can just see her tiny little claw hand just pawing around waiting like she literally waves it back and forth until i put food in it Mm -hmm. and then like i'll be like all right this is the last one it all gone and then she just like doesn't accept that it's the last one and then loses her mind so i always have to say last one it's all gone and then really have a last one dude it and it never actually goes that never goes away like i can remember like and then when she's a little bit older, she will, like, well, f- at least in my case, and some people that I've known also, like, they won't eat a plate of food that you put in front of them. But they will only eat off of your plate. Mm-hmm. So I can remember at a certain point just stopping. I would just, like, not make them a plate. And, like, whatever I would want them to eat, I would just put it on my plate until the point they were just like flipping shit that I wasn't giving them my food and I would just give them my whole plate and then just go get myself a plate and like hide in the corner and eat it quickly. Like, <laughs> Yeah. And like the other day, so we get these, Kimmy and Hayden introduced us to these, those spicy ramen noodles when we were away on together for that one weekend. Do you remember? Yes. They were, oh, do I remember? Oh, they were the best. Like, so... We started buying them, and 
they come in like a four pack and but they're they're more expensive than like top ramen or oodles and noodles you know like they're not expensive expensive but like you know you can get like oodles and noodles and top ramen like 12 of them for like they're the kind you would buy on your books at the white collar prison right right (laughs) you get like so like you know where you spend like a dollar 20 on like 12 of them these ones they're like okay so like $3.64 $3.64 for four of them. So not expensive, but more expensive than the cheap ramen that I buy for the kids. I'm like, and then when we make these, we put like an egg in it and um, like a smoked sausage. Like you like fancy it up, right? Yeah. So, but so this is like, like minor richest thing. Like either it's like after like a night of drinking or, you know, like a hungover afternoon on like a Saturday. We're like, oh, we're going to have like the spicy ramen. Well, the other day, Chloe was like, are those, do you like those? Because Chloe is like my eater. Chloe will eat anything and everything and all day long. So mm-hmm. she was like, oh, do you, are those like real spicy? Can I, do you think that maybe I could try them? And I'm like, yeah, you can try them. And I put so much sriracha in them after I made them, like determined, like, I don't, I, if I have to make them too spicy for her. Otherwise she's always going to eat them and I'm never going to get any. <laughs> <laughs> so she tried them and she's like, yeah, that's too spicy for me. She's like, I'm just going to make the, you know, like regular ones. So I'm like, oh, okay. To the point to where when I went to eat it, like, as, like, I took, like, a big, like, first bite of it, it, like, with, like, some broth, and I, like, choked. Like, physically couldn't breathe because it was so hot. I made it so hot. (laughs) So you ruined your own food so that you can have it the good way going forward. In the future, yeah. Like, I I just kind of took that one, you know, I I took that L for, like, a future of wins, you know. What's up, Rook? Like, you're supposed to just ruin, like, a side bowl and be like, here, I put some in a bowl for you. Yeah, but it's soup. Like, you gotta just, you know, it just was, because she would have known something was up if I would have been, like, here's a whole separate sidecar dish of it. Like, she's smart. She's real smart. Like, she's got a nose like a bloodhound, too. Like, she'll come down and be like, she'll, like, she'll be like, she can smell what's in the oven. It'll be like, oh, it's like a Friday night, and Rich and I are drinking, and I put some buffalo chicken dip in the oven, and that's going to be, like, my drinking snack for the night. Chloe will come downstairs. She was like, I'm going to take my melatonin, but also, I smell buffalo chicken dip. I'm like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) It's like when I told you that my niece, Kendall, was like the, um skinniest fat kid ever because Shannon was airplaning with her and Shannon burped and Kendall smelled her mouth and was like, when did you have pop? (laughs) And this is like when Kendall was like two or three. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, I just, kids are just crazy. Like they're, they just know, they just know because they're like, you're, everyone's always holding out on me. So I have to do my own investigations all the time. Oh, I'm oh, I'm only certain that in the next, like, in the coming years, like, that my kids act- actually turn into teenagers, it's going to just end up being, like, a college apartment. Like, where it, you're just going to have to write your name on your own food and, like, fight about it if somebody eats it. Like, because it, like, Keep it's, it like, real bed. beef. <laughs> <laughs> like, hide your dry goods. Yeah, <laughs> Like, what if there's like, if, honest, I'm not even kidding. Like, you have to like practically shove it up your ass. Like, you have to find a super <laughs> secret hiding spot. Like, oh, like, and like Rich and I, like, it's like, it's like we're hiding Anne Frank. Like, we'll be like, hey, listen, don't tell anybody. There's Oreos in the cabinet 
to the left where the seasonings are. Like, you got to put it somewhere the kids are just, like, not going to look. Because otherwise, it's just, they're gone. They're, you're never going to see You buy it. a healthy, disgusting cereal. You take the bag out of it. And you hide all your stuff in the box. Oh, true. That's a good idea. It's in plain sight, but they're never going to know. That's a good idea. That's a great idea. Well, my kids are always breaking my balls because I buy... <laughs> so if I go to Aldi or... Even at Walmart, like, I'm always, like, why, why wouldn't I get, like, the great value brand or, like, the Aldi is, like, cheaper because they have off-brand products, right? I'm, like, it's literally the same thing. You know, outside of, like, you know, like, Heinz ketchup, like, you can't fuck with Heinz ketchup. You ha- you can't get, like, Catsup or Hunt's. You have to get Heinz, you know? Outside of, like, very few things, I, I feel like the generic is always comparable and it's always, you know, a dollar or two cheaper. But my kids insist on calling, they don't call them generic, they call them ripoff. And they'll be like, oh, mom got the ripoff cereal again. Like, <laughs> come up. I come up, I'm like, well, well, fuck you, you pay for the groceries then. Like, <laughs> remember that job you don't have to help with, the, like, name brand? Yeah. That's like, I, when Ayla was like four or five, like, I can remember her telling me, like, um can, mom can you please get the cereal that has the blue bird on the box like she what she knew that she wanted like the fruit loops and not like the fruitios <laughs> like like she was a brand snob at like four or five and i was like i think that I, that's probably where i took a hard stand and like never bought a name brand cereal again after that <laughs> <laughs> i just emptied it into those clear containers and be like i just poured it out into there it's, it's what you think it is yeah i you know it was funny because i i went and played pickleball the other morning and then i went directly to the grocery store after we played and i stood in the grocery or in the cereal aisle looking because chloe was like we haven't had cereal in a while because they normally eat like muffins and stuff for breakfast or i make eggs but the chloe's like i'd like to have cereal and i stood in the cereal aisle like going back and forth like between oh, should I, like, make their day and buy, like, a brand name or, like, fuck them, they don't have a job. And (laughs) (laughs) I actually sided on, I'm going to make their day, and I brought home, like, garbage, like, sugary name brand cereal. And I was like, hey, guys, look what mom did. And they're like, finally. Like, I was like, I I can't even stand you guys. You're the worst roommates ever. (laughs) Like, Like if you would just clean your room, you could have more of this name brand stuff. So here's a free taste. (laughs) I just like that we run our lives like we're in um, prisons and whatnot. So, yeah. <laughs> like, now we're drug dealers toting out the sugars. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I mean, it's the same. Like, I can't wait to go on this Alcatraz vacation with you this weekend. Like, oh, we're just going to another location just with a different kind of an outside because we can't really go anywhere because COVID. Yeah, so. exactly. Exactly. We're just going to be able to, like, get away from our families and drink hard seltzers and soak in some sun. So, I mean, that's good enough for me. Yeah, exactly. So I look forward to that, tequilas and all the brunching that we can make ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, make sure you guys reach out. Give us some topics on what we can uh, look into for our Drunk History episode next week. And we'll give you give you the credit so you'll be able to listen for your name. <laughs> Thanks. We'll talk to you guys all next week. Have a great weekend. And don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends about us. 